The golden rule says you should treat others the way you want to be treated. But an unfortunate truth is that idea doesn't account for the driving power of wanting to prove someone wrong or get even. Media moguls Vince McMahon and Ted Turner turned the 90s cable airwaves into an open war zone of professional wrestling with millions of fans. The global superpowers of the 20th century even threw down to be the first to send a man to the moon just as a flex. There are stories where people crash and burn in perceived mutual hatred, too. Like naturalist Charles Waterton humiliating himself trying to bring down American birding icon James Audubon. But that's the beauty of beef. It's funny, it's dark, it's humanity in a nutshell. And it's a triple gold signal award-winning show from Next Chapter Podcasts. I'm Bridget Todd. Join me as I serve up the juiciest rivalries you've never heard of. Listen to Beef wherever you get your podcasts. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm like waist deep in Airbnbs right now looking to book stuff for Why? Italy because oh, going to Italy. My friend is getting married in Italy. So we are going to Italy. We obviously are going for longer than the wedding is so that we can go to Italy and eat a lot of pasta right. and be fat. Um, and I'm tired of being the fattest one on this podcast. Eat up. <laughs> Our hotel hotels are so expensive, like so expensive all over the place now, but like, especially there. And so I'm like looking at Airbnbs, but I don't like Airbnbs. Is that how do you, I like always think it's a con. I, I like never, I, everyone loves them. I think I'm, I feel like I'm the only person that doesn't like staying in Airbnb. I love a hotel so much. Despise, despise Airbnb. If I'm not going to be in my own carefully selected, incredibly comfortable bed, I need to be pampered by an organization that's going to make me feel good about not being in my own bed. That means yes. hotel. It means yeah. hotel. It means turn down service. It means it means a whole host of things. It means someone who cleans my room every day. That's what it that's what it means. That's what I want. And I feel like like as we did an Airbnb for when we were in London in December and it was basically a hotel room. It was a bathroom with two rooms. There was a pull-out couch in the like the quote unquote living room that was barely a living room that mm -hmm. our friends slept on. And then Hassan and I slept in the one bedroom. And like in the quote unquote kitchen, there wasn't even any like plate. There was like a one glass, one plate. Like all the like I don't know. You, I feel like you just get fooled into like, oh, you can make your own breakfast or you can do this, or like, oh, we can do like you get fooled into like all these reasons of why you want an Airbnb and not a hotel room and none of them ever come to fruition. No, because it's just, you're just staying in a house and it's never going to be the same. The, thing, the difference between a hotel and an Airbnb is at a hotel, I can strip my bed, 
throw my pillows out the window, take a shit in the middle of the floor, go out for the day <laughs> and know that all of those things are going to be corrected when I get back. That's yeah. the beauty of it. When you're at an Airbnb, it's I, I'm always feel like I'm staying at a friend's house who I'm certain has uh, nine cameras in every room that I can't see aimed at me where they are taping me doing all sorts of unmentionable things. And you feel it's hard. I don't want to mess up a house. My husband and I did an Airbnb one time in, I think it was, I think it was New Hope. It was somewhere in Pennsylvania, um, like 10 years ago. And we were miserable because I guess we're both aggro enough. We spent the first half of the time there worrying about messing up someone else's house. And then the second half of the time cleaning that person's house until it was cleaner than before we got there because we were embarrassed that anything was out of place. When the cleaning people came after we left, they must have thought that they had been fired and replaced with someone else. But no, it was just two (laughs) very, very clean gay men who just would not leave the place looking like trash. You can ask Rebecca Bregman this, but when we used to book Airbnbs like for our like to shoot shows in them to do like recreation uh-huh. shows, I would we would literally her and I would spend the whole day like cleaning the kitchen of the house. Mm-hmm. Like everyone else was like shooting stuff, and me and Rebecca would be like scrubbing down their countertops. Well, which is crazy too, because you don't you pay a cleaning fee as part of Airbnb? Yes. Isn't that yes. that that's part of it? Yes, it's and I don't want to like beat up on them too hard, but like we, I did a show in. Virginia, a bunch of the producers stayed in an Airbnb together and it was like one so dirty. And then it was also mm. like the the sheets were bad, the bed was bad. Like I went out and bought new sheets to just have on the bed because I could not sleep in the sheets that they already had. Mm-hmm. The whole house was dirty. It barely had any anything in it. You go and you think like, "Oh, I'm only going to spend like 100 some dollars in this Airbnb." You end up spending $200 at this fucking store to like buy paper towels, buy toilet paper, buy more like uh, laundry detergent. Buy, like it, like it, you're outfitting the house. Like it's like, I'm never going to like stay in an Airbnb again and not like a- automatically add like $250 to whatever I'm paying. Cause that's right. what I'm doing. Cause when you, when you stay in an Airbnb, you then get there, realize it sucks and you have to spend the difference in the money between a hotel and an Airbnb that you could have just paid at the hotel. Paying for all the conveniences to bring to the house that you would have gotten if you just stayed at the hotel. It's a scam. Yeah, it's such a scam. Like once my friend did a bachelorette party and we were going to stay like at the Finger Lakes and the the house was right on the water and blah, 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 and this and that and this and that. We get to the house. It was a beautiful house, I will say. It was huge. It was gorgeous. It was okay. We get to like where we're just on the water. It's off a cliff. So you're not like swimming right up to the house and there's this long uh, staircase going down to like the water and it was like you couldn't even swim there. And they advertised it as being like, oh, you're going to like take a boat out and you're going to do this and you're going to do that. And like you're basically at a beachside place. We couldn't even swim in. Like I was like, you better get money back on this house. I apparently you have to within the first 24 hours, you have to like say something. We did complain, but, but again, you're going back. I don't want to do this. I don't want to go back and forth with someone and be like, but you didn't say this and you said this and you didn't do that. Like I should, I don't want to do this. I want to book a hotel room. I want to go to the hotel room. I want to be there. I want to say this room is good or it's not. And then if not, you're going to immediately change me to a new room. And that's it. I don't want to get in a fight with another person and then they're far away and then they can't come and then they're like, It's always a nightmare. Airbnb is a nightmare. It's like Airbnb presents themselves as like, we're the better alternative. You're not, you're not, there's no, there is no alternative to a hotel. A hotel is a dream. Even a motel is a dream just because I'm sure I sound so disgusting, but just because you can leave the place a mess and you're not going to get charged extra for it. I mean, I do think pooping in the room will actually get no, you charged we, extra. So we know that you're uh, joking when you're saying that. I would hope so. So, but there's two, a hotel is a, it's a dream. It's a dream come true. Someone's waiting on you that you don't even meet. I have friends who have stayed in Airbnbs and they tell these nightmare stories about like, oh, you know, the owner will, the, the owner stops by once in a while to introduce themselves. Who wants that? I don't, I don't want, want the person who me. owns a home knowing that I'm doing horrible things in their bed and their toilet. Like you see an employee at a hotel, you don't even care. If you see the owner of an Airbnb, 
I would be intimidated by that. I'd also be like, why are you here? Why are you here? It's so weird. I don't know. To check the hidden cameras? Yeah, literally, of me, like, wiping my butthole. Like, it's... (laughs) Well, there's a market for that. Where is... So, wait, where in Italy is the wedding? Florence. You're still looking for hotels now? Or are we're you... staying at the, for the wedding. We're fine, but for the other times, like we're having to figure, we have to now book everything. I pray for and me. Are is you all s- I'm saying. Well, are you say well Florence in particular, and it's this. It's like the it's peak the season. Peak over season. There right I know. Now, I know. I know. Who is it's this friend that's making you? Let's. I want to name and shame this person. <laughs> oh no, I can't. I can't. It's no one that you know. I promise. Um, but it's even no, better. it's fine. I'm excited to go to Italy, but the only reason I bring it up is because of like, I just hate Airbnbs. I just hate them. No. And like, there's, guess what? There's nothing better than like a nice hotel where you have like really good service. There's nothing yeah. better. No, there's nothing better. Cause you feel, you feel when you're there, like you deserve it. You really do. Like you, you feel a hotel makes you feel special and Airbnb yeah. makes you just feel like just a tenant. And that's not special at all. It just makes you feel like you're in your own home. In many cases, a home that's more run down than where you normally live just because it's cheap and you're going to stay somewhere nice. It's not worth it. And additionally, these budget airlines, we like started looking at flights and there's this like Norwegian version of like spirit basically. I can't. Uh, And I like, I'm clicking on, I'm like, what is this airline? I don't even know what this is. And I'm like clicking through and I'm like, oh, it's so cheap. Let's look. Every time, every single thing that you do, it's like more money, more money, more money. Like you basically Uh, start at this rate that's like good. And then it's like, okay, to pick your, to even pick your seat, even if it's a normal shit ass seat, you're spending $40 a person to pick, to like, just say that where your seat is, then you're adding your meal. Then you're adding your, it's every, to check your bag, to do that. Like, it's so fucking crazy. Like again, oh, this, you think, guess what? On these budget airlines, you think that that's what it is? No, add $300 a person onto whatever oh you think Lord. your ticket price is because if you want to have any shred of dignity aka pick your own seat and like not feel like a caged animal on a nine-hour flight you're spending <laughs> 350 more dollars even we were like about to then i'm like okay we're on this budget airline do we really do this then we're like racking up all this price i'm like i'm not spending the three thousand dollars for both of us to like be on like a, a, we're like holding the fucking plane together with our bare hands while we you know <laughs> this money. And then, so we got on this other airline that's like slightly better. And because it's like a part of the sky team, like fleet, right? I was like, all right, I can at least like get on this airplane and know that I have like a shred of dignity left. Like whenever we, you know what I mean? So we spent like the same amount of money on like reputable, like not even that much nicer of an airline, but I'm like, I'm at least going to like have a person that like is going to look me in the eyes whenever I get on the plane. (laughs) Right. It's like Delta adjacent. (laughs) (laughs) I've never been to Rome or Florence, so I'm going to, we're flying into Rome. We're going to do Rome shit for like two days and then take a train up to Florence. And that train ride is so lovely as well. The train is great. And then from there, go to the wedding where then we're all at like this castle for the wedding. What if when the stay at the castle is done, you just sort of, you just stay behind there like what would happen if you just stayed an extra night or like in the castle we were gonna stay later but then i was like by the time we're done with this wedding and we had been there for like multiple days i'm like i'm gonna be we're gonna be so exhausted that Mm -hmm. like i'm just like let's leave is the wedding at the end of the trip is it like the last thing you're ah okay interesting so it'll be a few days in rome then a few days in florence and then the castle Then the wedding yes got it so and then I'm going to be like think, wanting to go home. And then I'm going to be like, all right, I'm, we did it. Like, I'm done. Well, also, if the wedding's at the end, you probably won't have any money left. Are you going to bring a bag and just like take everyone's rolls and put them in your like in your purse? Probably. So you oh, I, we're, for the we're going for. <laughs> yes. Well, I'd have to pay extra money to fucking get a second meal on the fucking flight at, on the budget airline. So that is ludicrous. Every was, time. It was insane. Every time the servers at the wedding come over to take everyone's plates away, just look at them. Just, just learn how to say in food. Italian, can you put all of this in one box and put it at everyone's <laughs> plates and just bring it back with you on the plane. Here's your second meal. 
the half-eaten prime rib from 17 people I just met. I'm going to eat that Literally, on this plane. A hundred percent. The separatist of Hassan would, eat, would do that and eat it. And not blink an eye. <laughs> I'm dead. I, don't I know. wish I was joking. <laughs> but that's a good partner to have. Because you sure know is. if they don't want any money spent on them, you can always spend it on yourself. Yeah. Right? Dear God. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a very expensive trip, but we are gonna but we're gonna blow it out. You know what I mean? Like we're gonna like just do it. Well, you should before we meet our amazing guest today, and we start talking about the one and only Mr. Christopher Pratt. Um, I want to talk about next week's episode, which sees the return of friend of the show Rebecca Bregman, where we are going to be updating. The shenaniga of the first 10 clients of fixing famous people because our influence is obviously much bigger than we thought because many of these people, whether or not they were taking our advice or not, have ended up taking our advice in the weeks after they've been clients on fixing famous people. So much so that we are now introducing a regular feature every 10 episodes where we're going to recap what the 10 fuckers from the weeks before have been doing. And some of these updates are shocking only because their behavior has been predicted in the pitches that we've been doing at the end of these podcast episodes. Listen, we're not idiots. Okay. We are, but like, we do know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Like we are, but we also are not like, we know what we're talking about when it comes to these people. There's been federal charges filed. There's been like, like we've had, we've had podcasts happen. We've had, you know, like people call off feuds via social media. Like things have happened that we have kind of called and I, we need to kind of pat ourselves on the back for a minute. Absolutely. Absolutely. And why not just make a whole episode out of it? I mean, Chris Pratt, if anyone knows Chris Pratt, you should call him now and make sure he listens to this podcast with you because we will, at the end of this hour, predict his future. That is what's been yeah. happening here. A hundred percent. Are we ready to meet our guest this week? We sure are. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Joining us now is yet another book club friend that I've made on the internet, um, Natalie Katona. She is the host of the podcast To All the Men I've Tolerated Before. If you uh, follow Julia Washington, who did our Rachel Dolezal episode with her, you 100% have seen Natalie on social media. Natalie, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. Gossiping about my celebs is my everyday dream. I gotta yeah, you're very you're like club. born and bred actually to to be on this podcast. You're... Dominic, please join book club. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean Dominic to cut you off. I gotta club. I gotta learn how to read so I can get a part of this book club. This <laughs> amazing. Where do I do that? Who are you, Leah Michelle? Leah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, not audiobooks. that nice. I'm much meaner than Leah Michelle. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, Dominic joining book club would be absolutely unhinged in every single way. <laughs> But no, I, my sister told me that me caring about celebrities would never get me anywhere. But look at me now. Look at you so. now. You're with us. <laughs> so it's still gotten you look absolutely now. nowhere. <laughs> now, today we are oh, talking about Mr. Christopher Pratt, one of the Hollywood Chris's, perhaps the least 
or the, the lowest regarded of the Hollywood Chris's, but we'll we'll discuss that. Christopher Michael Pratt. And before we start talking about him, he of the Parks and Rec and Jurassic World fame, of course, I want to know, Natalie, did we sometimes when we have guests on the show, we send them a list of people that we want to fix and the guest will pick that person. Is that what happened with you? Did you pick Chris Pratt? So I'm obsessed with the little answer me things on Instagram. So when you guys post who should we be covering, I just stalk them all day because I have thoughts and opinions. (laughs) (laughs) And Chris didn't know why Chris Pratt was so bad. And I was like, he's bad. He's just a bad man who is very privileged and misogynistic. And he just gets away with it because he's cute. And then... He was like, well, do you want to do Chris Pratt? I was like, I don't know. He kind of stands for everything that I hate in the world. And then Jules Washington was like, no, that's why you have to do Chris Pratt, because he's your arch nemesis. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is such a good start. I'm so excited (laughs) for this to get even dirtier and more delicious. Yeah, I've already warned Natalie too. I I was doing my research and reading the articles that she sent me on the internet of why people hate Chris Pratt, and I already gave her kind of like a shot across the bow, saying I might be defending him this whole episode, and I'm sorry if I, I if I am, but I'm this is going to be a fun one because I there's stuff yeah. there's stuff I love, there's stuff I hate, there's in the middle, there's a lot of gray area happening today, and I'm really excited. For and it. that's why he gets away with so much because yes. he's not divisive enough. He's just enough of a privilege. Like he gives off. He is like the definition of, but Namely, you don't understand. He's like one of the good ones. And if I could just stop hearing that from everyone in my life, but like, you don't get it. He's good. No, (laughs) he's one of the better ones. No. (laughs) (laughs) She, she came in hot today. I mean, yeah. so hot that the only pitch that's going to win with her is if one of us says, oh, Chris Pratt has to die. That's the pitch. Yeah. <laughs> Make him go away. Where Where do you think we should begin, Chris, about this other Chris? Um, I think that, like, I think we just start with kind of the backstory. Okay. I th- he rises to fame with a show called Parks and Rec. He has the definition of a glow up. If if I know that's like now kind of an outdated term, but like you couldn't you you couldn't see a better glow up than Chris Pratt from season one of Parks and Rec to like being a humongous movie star. Mm-hmm. Like there, right. it's night and day. So as he's on Parks and Rec, which becomes a humongous hit show, he then starts doing what what was. Guardians of the Galaxy, like there was definitely ones before that, right? I thought he was just buff overnight because he got to be a superhero because that's where like my hatred of him was just a joke. And I came up with this theory that once an insecure man gets fit, you can no longer trust him and he will hurt you because they can't handle it. They can't handle like being hot overnight. And then they're like, I deserve so much better in my life for everything because now I'm pretty and then they mistreat Anna Ferris. Well, that's my biggest grievance. So basically he gets famous. Wait, I'm looking at his IMDb right now. He's the voice of the main character in the Lego movie. A great movie, by the way. A great and, movie. And then in the same year is also the character Peter Quill in Guardians of the Galaxy. And that is the year before Parks and Recreation ends. Mm-hmm. So you are right. Overnight, he then becomes a fit person. Um, yeah. He gets like the Marvel w- once over where he then has this huge regimen of like becoming like a very, very fit person. And soon after this, if I remember correctly, he divorces Anna Ferris, America's sweetheart that I love from the scary movie movies still to this day. I think that she's her performance in those movies is one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. And then she, speaking of podcasts, had one of the first podcasts that became extremely popular called Unqualified. Yeah. She goes into how, I think her guest was Rachel Bilson. And she's like, you know, it just felt like the whole divorce was so sudden and out of my hands that I don't think I made a choice. And it's like, right. Cause overnight he was hot. 
So overnight, he looked at his life and was like, I'm a hot person now. I deserve a hot person life. And then he just left. Yeah, which I like really super don't like. And that's the thing is he was like, oh, I'm about to be an A-list movie star. So I'm going to now like just drop every single thing in my life and just be like go marry a Schwarzenegger because I can. Bye. Yeah. And like basically just like peaced out. Well, we're, I, we're, we are going to be discussing the Marvel universe on an upcoming episode. And I will expand on what I'm about to say on that. But a lot of this has to do with joining the Marvel universe, because quite honestly, the Marvel universe, the similarity in the overtones with Scientology is no joke. And it is like once you join it, <laughs> you are following a set of rules as though you are a fucking superhero. So this guy becomes a yeah, Marvel yeah, star. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden he looks like he's carved That's out of cream so cheese and he's a Schwarzenegger and a Kennedy in the same fucking year and then is given the Jurassic universe as well. It is it's a deal with the devil. The Marvel universe is sort of Scientology plus hell. Okay. It is true. No, but it really is like he went from being like this fun person that was on this really successful TV show to then be launching into a level of fame that like you would wish your wildest dream that you would have and never get. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think we all still really hold into the like comfy, cozy giggles he used to give us on Parks and Rec and be like, oh, he's Andy. And I'm like, he's not Andy. He gives a lot of money to his church that runs their entire organization on homophobia. So when I was digging through, like, why people hate him, I literally read the article, why does everyone hate Chris Pratt? Question mark. The actor isn't exactly everyone's favorite Hollywood Chris. That was on Distractify, written by Jacqueline Gaultieri. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically there was a Twitter post in 2020 where Chris Pratt, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Evans, and Chris Pine was shared with the caption, one has to go. The response overwhelmingly, Twitter users voted Chris Pratt off the Chris Island with many saying that he was banished from the Chris Island years ago. And the article then continues to basically like recount all these like social media things that have happened where people are upset with him for certain things. And some of them I agree with, some of them I don't. But that kind of kicked off like all these people coming forward and saying like, here's why I don't like him. And one of them is this church, right, Natalie, that you're saying. And it's like an offshoot of the Hillsong church, but it says that it's not, but it's this preacher that like had been involved with the Hillsong church and now is doing his own thing. Like a Joel Alstein, like 2.0 kind of situation, like more modern, um, more Instagram-y, more Um, influencer-esque. And, this person also is the one of the people that married Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker. Are we aware of this? No, oh, I did not know that in a Catholic ceremony, which doesn't make any sense. Cause if it's a Catholic ceremony in Spain, in Italy, in Italy, so like even why, more Catholic, that doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> that is so bizarre. That is weird. That's a weird connection. Also, when people started rating him, like the lowest rated Chris, who of course came to his, defense the two other chrises in his marvel cult universe chris evans and chris hemsworth to stay off chris pratt blah 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 it's like yeah he, satan told you to do that you know who i don't think responded quickly chris pine why because <laughs> he's the hottest fucking chris in hollywood that's why like without question without question for sure chris pine is currently in this era where he's just like dressing like our like our old aunts who had roommates for their entire life. Like it's a lot of velvet PJs and I love it. (laughs) Your unmarried aunt who's just had roommates. That's what Chris Pine looks like on every press thing for don't worry, darling. And I was like, yes. (laughs) Yeah. The hair of it as well. His hair was out of control. Uh I don't, I mean, what Done. you have said is hilarious, but I won't lie. You've ruined a lot of uh, private time for me, <laughs> Natalie. I'm going to say that now. <laughs> when I'm thinking of Chris, I don't want to think of my aunt. And now that's all I can see are my aunts. <laughs> I love it. I just love his attitude. I love him rolling his eyes at Harry Styles. Getting spit on, you know, all of them. Getting <laughs> spit on. Yeah. I'm looking at other Hollywood Chris's right now. Chris really is sort of a 
it is kind of a hot name, isn't it? Chris Pine. I mean, Chris Maloney. It sure is. <laughs> Chris. Oh, Jesus Christ. Do you know that I'm literally, what I didn't even, I forgot your name was Chris as I'm looking through all of this. But <laughs> you don't even. I, I will publicly, you being gorgeous it's is a matter fine. of public record. So that's not. No, that's, it's, thank it's you so just, much. Oh you God. and Thor, you should have your own Marvel movie. You really should. Um, Chris Klein. Way to name the worst franchise of all of the, of all of the Marvel things. <laughs> I love the Thor movies. Okay, look at the, the hot Chris's. Who are they? Chris Evans. Chris Hemsworth. Hot. Chris Pine. Chris Klein. Chris O'Donnell. I mean, I know he's problematic much more than Chris Pratt, but I'm just going to throw Chris Noth in here as well, because for many of us, for a generation, he's been that. Chris O'Dowd, I yeah. think, is adorable as well. Um, and of course, I would be remiss if I did not mention the late, great Christopher Plummer. I'm sorry, I can't even say <laughs> I love Christopher Plummer. God forgive me, because he was a hot piece oh, of God. ass as Georg von Trapp. But I was making God, fun God. of someone old and dead, and it was supposed to be funny, and <laughs> it, know, was. it just wasn't. It, it wasn't, but we'll leave it in. Um, <laughs> I love crying during Edelweiss. I still do. Oh. And it's a release for me, and it's fine. Because <laughs> you know what's even great about that movie is like you're even in like I, there needs to be a sound of music spinoff where we find out where the Baroness went next. That's a whole other <laughs> Chris. We have to fix the sound of music. Actually, that's we yeah we to, really do. We, just because of its legacy, I feel wasn't handled properly. I need to know what the Baroness yes. did next. We should we but should they, do the live watching and then do, fix it. <laughs> You do not want to the watch that never... movie live with me. You don't. It's so, you will be homophobic nope. at and the it's end so of it. Long. But that's why I do want to watch it. <laughs> it's so long. Uh, because I think Marvel and we're seeing this with DC and Ezra Miller as The Flash, where they've just put a lot of money towards, like, no, these people are the greatest. Yeah. And that's why they get to be superheroes. Well, and and especially with like Jura the Jurassic Park stuff and Marvel, it's like you know that this character that's like a very big character is going to be in the next like seven movies, so you like have to invest in them. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. even like as as since Dominic thinks that Marvel is Scientology, like the sign, <laughs> like you know Emperor Zenu, aka Kevin Feig from mm -hmm. Marvel, was like you must all tweet probably. You know what I mean? Like like mm -hmm, everyone yeah. should come to like be the squirrel squashers of like Chris Pratt's like haters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't see the, the cast of uh, Parks and Rec defending him in the tweets. I only saw the other superheroes doing it because it was a directive from the top. Yeah. From the top. They from all the got top. a threatening chain email. <laughs> So Stan Lee uh, directed from the grave. Yeah. And he was like, was someone talking bad about Star-Lord? <laughs> do you think that um, Samuel Jackson sent an email in character as Nick Fury to the other Chris's and was like, defend Probably. him on Twitter now. Activate yes. or whatever they say. What? Avengers <laughs> together. Whatever it is. That's the, the gay Avengers. <laughs> Assemble. The gay Avengers. No, I think Dear that Chris God. Pratt is one of the reasons why the Avengers entire franchise gets really like straight washed where it's like everyone's straight and we all love being straight. And it's because I think that Chris Pratt throws tantrums. That's just one of my unhinged theories mm -hmm. <laughs> because Star-Lord <laughs> was supposed to be a bisexual character. And then at no point did it happen. And then the comic books that he was supposed to be bisexual and have a male partner in didn't it got canceled wow. and i was like oh isn't that oh, interesting is that real? yeah i read about it i was like whatever happened to that comic series that i was going to buy because star lord was going to like actually be a part of the community and it got canceled and i was like oh isn't that interesting that mr i don't care that my church funds anti-lgbtq legislation and propaganda or whatever mega churches do um, I just care about Jesus. Oh, is it? And he's Star Lord. Isn't that interesting? 
Yeah. Well, that's the other thing is that he says that his, he denies that, that he says that they welcome everyone. And he also like said in an interview, like, I'm not religious. Like he's like, I'm not even that religious. (laughs) And like, I don't like religion. So it's like funny because I feel like he's he kind of started to get this reputation of being this like religious celebrity. But he is, which but he, he like, is that he's that's always what I'm there. He he says like he's not religious. So it's well, like and what do we? I mean, I'm going off of what he's telling me. You know what I mean? So he keeps saying like everyone assumes this about me, and that was why I started to think like, oh no, am I about to defend him the entire time? Because there's like all these things where people are like, well, this thing about Chris Pratt. And then in an interview, he's like, I don't do that. Like, I don't know why everyone thinks that I do. And then it's like, well, what about this thing about Chris Pratt? And he's like, I also don't do that. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> weird. Cause he like, he talks too much. He talks he too much about all the stuff. Like just don't say anything. And then no one will care anymore. But instead he like wants to like correct the record all the time. Well, and, and it's like, you're still getting cast in every fucking movie alive. Like who cares? Part of it for me is that he just like has this like very deserving attitude about it. So when people are like, hey, your church is prejudiced against the LGBTQ community. And he's like, no, they're not. I got divorced and they didn't even care. That's not the same thing, Chris. What? Yeah, it's not the same <laughs> Chris thing. Chris Pratt. <laughs> it's not the same thing. <laughs> and okay. he's like, well, I'm still going to go because they hugged me. And I'm like, no. Okay, so is Chris Pratt the Tom Cruise of this church and he just doesn't know anything bad that's going on in this church and he just thinks it's great? Is that what's happening? Because that's what I think is happening. Are we under the impression that Tom Cruise doesn't know that Scientology is bad? Yes. Yeah. Also, actually, Tom yeah. Cruise, I mean, we're, we're maybe 18 months away from finding out officially that Tom Cruise is and has been Xenu this entire time, <laughs> and it was all a test. So I don't even want to insult Tom Cruise with gi- giving this 40-year-long performance as another yeah. being pretending to be human. I think give him the Oscar for that. Um, Listen, we're we're already coming hot in on people that I try not to get on a mic and talk shit about because I think they murder people, and that's like yeah. Disney <laughs> and Scientology. Well, <laughs> and Tom I, Cruise himself. <laughs> well, Chris and I both live in Ohio. In case anyone's coming after <laughs> us. <laughs> <laughs> And it's starting to become more calculated, but no one wants to see it as calculated. So he made this post about his Schwarzenegger wife. Is her name Catherine? It is, yes. But please just keep referring to her as his Schwarzenegger wife. His Schwarzenegger wife. And instead of like making a loving post about her, it was like (laughs) Mr. and Mrs. Americana in a photo. And he's like, my wife is the greatest to me. And she does everything to make me comfortable. And she made sure that our kids were raised right. And I was like, all of those compliments have something to do with you. With you. (laughs) It has nothing to do with her. (laughs) And it just went on and on. Just listing all of Like, she sucks my dick whenever I want it. Just like literally listing. (laughs) All of these things. And at the end of the day, I was like, that's who he is in his core. He wants to be the guy who's like, look how great I am to my wife. But he can only be great to his wife through him as she is a reflection of him. Mm. And as far as. And that's why I hate him. Well, as far as anyone getting their dick sucked by a Kennedy, they have iron jaws. I would turn around and walk away from that right run away. The, run the other Absolutely way. not. That whole family with that freakish jawline, they look like cartoons. Absolutely not. Also, someone had asked him, um, how do you feel about people coming after you in your church or being the least favored Chris? And he went, well, you know who else wasn't liked? Jesus Stop. Christ. Stop. Jesus Christ had people who hate him. <laughs> Do you know who else was likened to Jesus Christ not so long ago, two Are weeks we, ago, in fact, if my notes are right? Oh God. Donald Trump I during his indictment. People were like, <laughs> Come mm-hmm. on. Jesus also had to go through a trial just like Trump. 
Ugh. It's all out the window. <laughs> it's all it, out the window. It's all. It's, we're not you know, a serious species of people anymore. We, <laughs> we peaked so long ago. He's like, I'm just living on this planet going through exactly what Jesus went through. I, too, am being persecuted because people don't want to see my movie. <laughs> to quote to quote Kat Pappas, our friend of the podcast, we're not a serious country. <laughs> we are not a serious country. I think about it every day. It's the most true quote I've ever seen. Oh, God. He's definitely a person who's crossed over into this what will be a lifelong moment of every time this guy gets out of a car, a thousand people will tweet that he did it the wrong way, the way that and Satan like against would do the game, you know what I mean? Like the way that he walked out of that car. Oh yeah, mob mentality is scary. The like mobness that we get into, like little clusters on the internet and decide that we hate people. It's very scary. I like to hate people solo, just like me. Maybe mm-hmm. like texting a lot of my friends a rant, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, <laughs> which I've been the recipient yeah. of many times. <laughs> oh, correct. correct. Um, the oh. one other thing that I will say that I feel like we have to discuss is he has a child with Anna, Anna Ferris. He divorces her. He gets immediately starts dating the Schwarzenegger wife, marries right. her, impregnates her. She has a baby, and he tweets. <laughs> Like what? He tweets just, the Schwarzenegger. Oh my god, they're all just the Schwarzenegger wives now. That's a mini series, right? There. That is a mini. That's a spinoff. That's a. Spin-off. It's a Bravo series, is what it yeah. is, Chris. <laughs> Married to Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah. Remember when E had the Eastwoods, but Clint wouldn't like participate? That was my favorite. Yes. Oh my god, you are going back. That is hilarious. That was my favorite. I would just like live to see if Clint was going to be accidentally in the kitchen and be like, no, I don't want to be on E. <laughs> or dead. Or dead on the living right. room floor. They're all walking in. Just sitting in a recliner. <laughs> <laughs> Having passed away hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, but yeah. No, it's okay. But he then has a baby and he tweets like, thank you for giving me a healthy baby boy or girl, whatever it was. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. And it was a girl. And everyone was like, you're only tweeting this because your other kid was like born prematurely and like it wasn't healthy. And now this child is healthy and you're, and I'm like, okay, everyone needs to literally like calm the fuck down. Like that's what you say when you have a child, like a healthy baby boy was born. Like not this me using this one word that is always used to describe a newborn child is going to be like a dig at my ex-wife and my child. Right? Yep. People are still very angry about the Anna Ferris divorce. Like yeah. people kind of gloss over the mega church and the whether or not he has dealings with the mega church to fund all of this stuff and his just right. like blatant arrogance. But like people are still like really hurt for Anna. And I'm like, Anna's married too. Like she's just living a life. I think too, it's really like you watching this person go from like the fat idiot of a show. Like that's what he was. Sorry. Mm-hmm. But like, you know right. what I mean? Like that's funny and charming and like kind of like, oh, cause he's like a loser. Like that makes it cute to then becoming mm-hmm. this like sex symbol, like literal action star and watching him instead of being like, oh, and look at my wife that I actually love. He instead just like traded in his entire life for like a new one that was like shinier right. and more Hollywood-esque. And so I think right. that's, and that's, it's the, hard. that's the real, that's the moment because it wasn't like he just left his wife. It was he left his own sort of mini Chris Pratt movement which he was on the flag for like it was just like you know chubby funny guys can be sex symbols too and then he just changed his whole life left a wonderful woman and married a robot and then was no longer chubby or funny (laughs) and all i have to say about his evil pull is that bryce dallas howard used to be a good actress now going on Bryce Dallas Howard, a crime that can never be forgiven. (laughs) He ruined Jurassic Park. He killed Opie's daughter. I I watch all of the new Jurassic Parks. I love dinosaurs. I love a chance to maybe Jeff Goldblum being in the background of something. So I watched all of the new Jurassic Parks. In the second one, they forgot to tell us what was going on with the dinosaurs. It was just dinosaurs running around. 
and things exploding. And I was like, I have no idea how we got here. And then in the third movie, they were like, the dinosaurs have taken over. And I blamed Chris Pratt. I was like, why did Chris Pratt tell me anything that was going on? <laughs> I mean, so you are part of the problem. You, <laughs> I am part of the problem. I never said that I wasn't. I am the anti-hero. I'm in my vigilante era. Oh, I love the way you pronounce that. I love it. Thank you. Vigilante. That's also my vigilante. That's it. Vigilante. The story of the Schwarzenegger wives. <laughs> it doesn't even have to make sense. Nothing does. Doesn't. And I get it. Like when you go over after these like really lovable guys, people are mad. Like, people are asking me all the time, like, are you going to go see the Mario movie? And I go, I will not be, because why is Chris Pratt Mario? I'm mad. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what I was going to say is, like, he really does, like, get those checks, though. Like, and everyone banks on him now. You know what I mean? Like, he he did do a good job of being the leading man. And I think that people like him so much because they remember that he was Andy Dwyer and he was a fucking slob loser in the show. And now he's like fucking a Schwarzenegger wife and like yeah. being, you know what I mean? Like, I think like men see him. Oh, if I only got into shape, I could also be Chris Pratt. Do you, I know hey, I'm like literally setting you up for like everything you already believe Natalie, but like, right. I, I just want to be a guardian of the galaxy. I just want to see a galaxy and guard it. <laughs> <laughs> and meanwhile, meanwhile, the true unspoken, lovely person of the guardian, of the galaxy um, series, Dave Batista, who I'm in love with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love him. He comes out and he's like, you know, no one ever approaches me for rom-coms. And I'm just sitting here wondering, like, am I not good looking enough and charming enough for a rom-com? And I was like, I will literally light this world on fire if it'll give us a Dave Batista rom-com. I feel very strongly about this. It's one of my most watched TikToks where I'm like, how do we make this happen? <laughs> he wants to be in a rom-com. Oh, my God. He'd be great in a rom-com. Yeah, he'd, he'd be, be great. Fantastic. And no one's ever talking about Dave Batista because they're watching Blondie dance around wait guys i literally am thinking like think about this he's a professional wrestler and he mm -hmm. sees some girl on the stands that like accidentally gets pulled there by her friend yeah she he then pursues her and she's like i want nothing to do with you you like are gonna like pal drive me through a table and he's like no and then he has to figure out how to like not be an animal and she has to like learn how to like be tougher and then they fall. Yeah. That's a movie. Can I'm sorry, she, what? Can she be played by Bryce Dallas Howard to to, to resurrect uh, her career? To heal? You, you don't think that she can. To heal? You, I think if she, she's paired with someone, I think maybe she actually threw half of her performance into the can because she wanted to get out of her contract. I think out of the first one, after the first film, she probably was like, you are not putting me next to right. this wooden moron for another two films i mean chris pratt's acting in these movies is so bad that literally in the outtakes the cgi dinosaurs are looking at him and they're like honestly you're terrible at this like you should this should not be you <laughs> sir at all his yeah. best his best when acted the, role when the guys in the cgi suits for the dinosaurs are like this dude <laughs> he's getting again. millions <laughs> Not again. His most entertaining role, his best acted role was as Andy on Parks and Rec. I, I don't mm -hmm. think he's done anything that seemed more realistic or was better acted or funnier than that. I know they give Star-Lord a lot of those funny Marvel quips, but God, I hate those funny Marvel quips. I hate them. I love funny Marvel. It's why I don't like DC movies because they never make me laugh. But well, because then also their stars in real life are also beating people. So that takes, <laughs> well, yes, that also takes the that charm away. Kidnapping. <laughs> Dear God. It just takes the charm away. But he's they so good ben in Affleck, this. Batman. I think we should transition to our pitches. Pitches. Okay. Natalie, you know how this works. Um, we both are going to pitch something that we think Chris Pratt should do to fix his bad PR. And then at the end, you're going to choose 
um, mm-hmm. what you think you should do. And if you have a pitch that you think, once you hear our pitches and think you have a better idea, you may pitch it if you so choose. Chris Pratt, you are done being a Hollywood action star. You are going to start directing movies. It's the only thing that you can do to be more misogynistic than you already are and feel better than you already are. But like, and be more like, oh my God, I love myself so much. But yet you're getting yourself off of our screens. And so you're going to start directing movies and maybe a Marvel movie, maybe not, maybe like an indie movie, maybe you'll make your own movies, but you're going to then transition from being an actor into being a director. So you can still feel like everyone thinks you're the man and be just like emboldened by all of that, but you're not going to be in the press cycle the way that you usually are because like, you're no longer going to be like the money-making cow of being the main character of these blockbuster Marvel movies. That is what you're going to do. So you're just hoping if you put him out of sight, like my mind will release and forget about him. We will. We... <laughs> maybe... Just like maybe if we put a blanket over him or something like he's a canary. <laughs> no one. <laughs> and no one look at him. <laughs> yes, because I don't know what else to do. Because he doesn't. All he wants to do is like go in the press and be like, but I'm not even religious. Like, I don't even like my kids. You know what I mean? Like all he does is like say (laughs) shit to be like, why does everyone hate me? And it's like, just take it. Like you're an A-list celebrity that has 9 million blockbuster movies that have made you millions and millions of dollars. Like just let people not like you who cares. But that's the thing is that he has to care. And so it's like, I think as a director, he can kind of do the Ben Affleck effect where like, he's not in our faces as much. So we're not like as into him. Like we don't need to be so yeah. like ugh, over it. Right. But he can then still be like, Oh, I'm the man. I'm the man. And everyone thinks I'm the man because I'm a director now. That's what I want him to do. Cause it's sad. It satisfies him. And it also satisfies us. Cause like if he wasn't in the Mario movie, would we be doing this episode right now? Probably not. If he wasn't in no. the guardians of the galaxy, number three, would we be doing this episode now? Probably not. But here we are. Because he's forced it <laughs> upon us. I do like the, you not are so impressed. the plan. You're angry at him that we're here. We are. No, but it's we. Yeah. Uh, that was that's my pitch. Brilliantly delivered. We're going to eventually transition to having a little video element here, and I really cannot wait for you to see how impassioned Chris is when he <laughs> delivers these fucking pitches. <laughs> it is by far my favorite five minutes of the entire week because he is so angry at these people that they need fixing. He's furious with them at the time when he delivers it. And it's, it's so, a sight it's to be so infuriating. It's so infuriating because at the end of the day, the pitch is always just like, could you be an adult? Like your whole yeah, pitch yes. is surrounding <laughs> around the fact mm-hmm. that Chris Pratt just won't stop his pick me energy where he's like, no, everyone should be picking me. I have abs now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which they are. Like, they couldn't be picking him more. He has 17 movies out right now. (laughs) Yeah. Right? Like, having the head cheerleader just really care about the two goth kids that can't stand her. (laughs) And so she just puts all of her friend energy into them. (laughs) Yeah, correct. (laughs) All right. So I really, I'm normally very flip with the pitches, and I will propose something that is utterly ridiculous, but maybe has a grain of workability in it but i really wanted to focus this week on chris pratt and figure no it's not just his pick me energy it's his seemingly getting less talented while getting better looking it's seemingly him being a relatable person and almost overnight turning into a prototypical douchebag so how do we fix him we got to get the energy more back to what he was on parks and rec and the only way we're going to do that is if he plays Seely in the color purple movie that's the only <laughs> way we're going to get around this <laughs> i just don't i don't see another path i don't see another Confident. path fantasia thank you for Are- your service we have a bigger project here and we're going to put chris Pratt in this movie <laughs> 
I'm not suggesting he alter his skin tone. I just think this is it. Like what? I need him to make the ultimate stretch and it's going to be that. Dear God, it's just the white man version of the changing gender. It is. It is the it is the white man version of the color purple. That sounded terrible. That sentence just sounded terrible. When you were making your pitch and you were like, he has to he's getting less talented and we have to get him back to his talent. I thought you were going to go the theater route. You were going to be like, what could be more humbling than acting live on a stage in front of people where you can see if they're disappointed in you. And that's where I thought you were going. Oh, I mean, <laughs> well, that's, see, that's, spe- a, good, well, my, that's my, a good pitch. <laughs> my actual pitch, my actual pitch it is it may be the, the most realistic one I've ever done on here because you need to sort of give him a role where he can show if he's got any acting chops. And it's also got to be a subject matter that he can speak to on the press tour where it's like, okay, maybe he's not as much of a douchebag. And I think mm-hmm. if there's a movie about a gay, I think if there's a gay teen movie or series and he plays the dad of yeah. one of the gay teens, that's probably a, a decent route for him to take. The only other pitch I would have other than that fake one. And then this serious one is that he just uh, come to my house. That's it. I just, just want come to, come to your to house. house in the middle of the night. He could put a pillowcase over my face. It doesn't even matter. Disgusting. It does um, not matter. My husband will let him in. My husband yeah, will find the pillowcase. We, we're me. aware. We're very aware. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, come to Dominic's show on June 22nd and you'll be you'll, you'll be dialed in. Don't worry. Yes. June 16th and 22nd. Thank you, Chris. Well, I that. won't be at the 16th one, so I said the 22nd. But I still need to fill those teeth, <laughs> bitch. Do you? <laughs> you know people are going to walk into the cutting room on the 22nd and say to the lady up front, I'm here for the Chris for, DeRosa for show. For the Chris DeRosa show. <laughs> My friend Chris, he knows someone. Right, There's exactly. a show. Yeah, that's We're not even true plus 50. Don't even... Don't even start. Okay, I was going to go the act. I was going to say he needs to do more serious roles. That was going to yeah. be my pitch. And then I was like, but I don't think he can act, so I'm going to do this instead. I li- it's well, a good, it's a solid idea because he that's what he does need to do. And we would be like, oh, this is cool that he's actually like trying now and isn't just being handed movies because he's now a star. Well, and well, I issue this pitch cast- not knowing. I, we, I don't know yeah. if he can act. I saw him be Andy, but I think that, in real life, he was Andy at the time. Maybe that's why the role yeah. seemed yeah. so natural to him. But it could it could backfire. Maybe maybe it doesn't fix him. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't. Okay, you were gonna say something, Natalie. New York, we love to stunt cast though. Like I like what if he can sing and we just don't know it? He could be in Little Shop of Horrors. He could. They love to throw a big name in that show. He could be Matro Mom and Morton in Chicago. <laughs> Oh, I was going to say Billy in Chicago or or mama. (laughs) Like, come on, which PS like me or Dom could also do that role. So like that really does like, yeah, there's no doubt actually equal level. Remember when Pamela Anderson was in Chicago and we talked about it during book club and I was like, anyone can be in Chicago. I saw Chicago, Christy Brinkley as Roxy in Chicago and she was abysmal. Really yeah. Ab- abysmal. I don't give a really like hear this. I don't care. Abysmal. It was the it was the worst thing I've ever seen professionally done, and not because of anyone other than her. Every other <laughs> person on the, on the, the stage was great. Like be, like holding wow. back. And they just they had to be around that because how bad she was. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yes. I I've seen so. Chicago Live, and I'm. <laughs> And I've seen the movie, but I firmly believe that if you want to try out whether, like, I just want to do a Broadway musical, go for Chicago. You're Anyone right. be in Fit Chicago. Fit to print. Fit to print. You're ready to go. See, I saw it right. with Which Jinx. One is- I saw it with Jinx a, a couple of months ago. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> she was great. And the woman playing Roxy is an actress by the name of Charlotte D'Amboise. And she, mm. I guess, has been on and off in many roles in the show for like 15, 20 years. And I... She played Roxy the night I saw, and she was so commanding, and it was really difficult, and there's so much dancing. And the whole time I was there, I just kept thinking, Pam Anderson did this? 
Erica Jane did but, did well, this. No. Like it seemed they couldn't have done the same they the didn't. same routine that Broadway actors do. They couldn't have, right? They they didn't. No. Uh, Christy okay. Brinkley did it. like a, a step ball change. Like she was not doing the Bob Fosse like all that jazz. Like it was not that was not what was happening. I mean, and then Pam was a very like broken down Roxy. <laughs> just very broken down. Justice for, I'm sorry. Justice for Pam. Justice I love for Pam, Pam Anderson. Justice for Pam. I was so thing. happy for her to be on Broadway. Yes. But, but no, it's a very right, demanding role. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, what are we talking about Chicago for? <laughs> okay. Natalie, you think out loud. So I do like the idea of him going away because then I don't have to see him. And I do have <laughs> undiagnosed ADHD. So I would forget that he's a person. <laughs> <laughs> I can't forget that Ben Affleck is a person because JLo keeps taking him back. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but if he went away. So, yeah, I do like the idea of him just going away and being a director. But I also like the teen dad to a gay son because i feel like that's immersion therapy for him like he'd all of a sudden like be accepting <laughs> i mean maybe maybe he'd come out you know that's the problem of a lot of these yes robotic older caucasian hollywood stars they're all going to these little secret parties but we don't want to get well i don't you know think, a lot i of don't us, think he's doing that at all i don't know i have no proof Thor- that's why he should come I over no here proof. in the middle of the night. Then I could settle it for all of us. <laughs> okay, great. A lot of us thought that Thor Love and Thunder was going to be a little bit more gay because in one reiteration of Thor, Star-Lord and Thor have a relationship. So I kept waiting. <sighs> you were I was like, waiting for a train that was never going to come. They were never And then it that. didn't happen. And you know who I blamed? Chris Pratt. Uh, we not, we, you don't <laughs> say. <laughs> I was like, Chris Pratt wouldn't do it, even though Chris Hemsworth is... Beautiful. Dear Just God. close your eyes, Chris Pratt. Jeez. Dear God. I bet you and Bryce Dallas Howard would get along really well. <laughs> I, bet you, oh, I, I just heard I smoking so cigarettes. Many, yeah, so much. There's Being so like, common threads here. Do you think she hates him? I haven't heard that. Um, I do. Um, because most people do. So I do think that she probably does. <laughs> I think that she thinks he made her worse. But she knows oh, she yeah. wasn't How the draw. You... you know, she know like who mm-hmm. who you know who knows who would have been in that role or if it would have got made if if Chris Pratt wasn't in it. Who knows? But she was definitely second been... fiddle. There are literally fifteen more Chris's. They all look alike except for Chris Pine. Just True. put them in a row. <laughs> well, Chris and pick one who's available. Oh I would have seen Chris right, Maloney so, in Jurassic Park. Chris Maloney can do whatever he wants. Yeah. At all times. Like at all times. Yeah. Speaking of Chris that we all, uh, the world adores over and over and over again. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Zero, like no notes by anyone. And if anyone has a note, like the whole world will just step up and just murder that person and <laughs> silence them forever. <laughs> um. Okay. So it looks like I won. Go me. You did. You did. I did. not you really you won because Natalie wants this person to go into a cave. I knew and I was catering won. to my audience. I was you catering really did. to my audience. This is yes. what happens when you know the judge better. No doubt. Yeah. Natalie, where can people find you? Um, so my show is called To All the Men I've Tolerated Before, and it's your weekly look at everyday misogyny. We cover anything from um narcissistic relationships to I'm going to the Eras tour in June. So we covered Taylor Swift and how misogyny penetrates her career. And then it's men I've tolerated pod on Instagram. And I'm Natalie K one, two, four on Instagram and on TikTok. And to all the men I've tolerated before can be found on YouTube and wherever else you find podcasts. Thank you so much for being with us. Seriously. This is a thank long you time coming and very fun. No, I love it. And Dominic, we can start texting. So next time you win because you know who I am as a person. <laughs> I'm going to have you write my actual pitch before coming on next time to ensure that I will be victorious. Dominic, where can people find you? Oh, you can find me at my website at domentary.com, which will link you to all of my socials, which are at 
Dominic Pupa. And as Chris mentioned earlier, my Pride show this year is at the Cutting Room in New York on June 16th and 22nd. And you can get tickets through my site or at the Cutting Room's website. It's going to be so much fun. I can't wait. I can't wait either. Chris, let me ask you, uh, where can we find you? You can find me at the Chris DeRosa. Please rate and review the show and write in your review who you want us to fix next. And obviously, as always, where's Shelly? Goodbye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.